how to put on the headphones and see how it sounds. Oh, that's great! Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Odyssey Scoopcast, your source for the latest in adventures in Odyssey news and reviews. I'm Brian, uh, I'm Garrett Vandenberg, and welcome to this edition of the show. On the show today, we get into part three of our review of Album 60, and Ryan Matlock shares his least favorite episode ever. Well, I think this was probably my least favorite episode in the album, actually. Hey, it's still a funny joke the second time, right? Right? Okay. Anyway, before we get into that, I have a few announcements to share with you. If any of you guys have been keeping up with the Odyssey Adventure Club, you'll know that Album 61 is almost done airing all of those episodes. As soon as it is, that means we can release our review of Album 61! And we are already planning that, so that's going to be out pretty soon. But before we even start releasing those episodes, I have something else to share with you. We actually recently had the chance to sit down on Skype with Phil Lawler and have a really interesting conversation about some of the stuff he did on Album 61, as well as Album 60 and all the other stuff he's been involved in in the recent years. It's a long interview, but it's a really interesting one. In fact, I think it's so long we're not even going to be able to release the whole thing. I'm going to edit it down pretty significantly. Hopefully for some of you mega fans, I'll have a link up there with the uh, unedited version somewhere. Anyway, let's get on with the show. Album 60, we're reviewing it and stuff. I don't remember which episodes these were. So episode 786, The Case of the Ball Cap Hero. So this is your first uh, exposure to a Emily and Matthew mystery episode. Is yeah. It's called Jones and Parker Mysteries. They've done quite a few of these episodes so far, and they managed to fit at least one in an album, it seems like. And some of them, I feel like the mysteries have been kind of just like, it doesn't even feel like a mystery because there's no actual clue where mm-hmm. you as a listener can start to put it together. It's just like, here's a bunch of wrong information, yeah. and at the end, they put it together. Oh, that's that's the real story. So I, yeah, that, that's, I, I like the episodes where it's almost like the Hunter Brown mystery books, right. where you can, you can actually solve it. Yeah. Right, yeah. And, but, and there's plenty of children's literature out there that has done the mystery-style episode right. I mean, you've got the Hardy Boys, Nancy Drew, and like you were saying, there's, there's tons and tons of this stuff out there. If maybe the writers had spent just a little bit more time studying this source material, we would get more episodes like this. But unfortunately, a lot of the Jones and Parker episodes have been not very well done. They've still been interesting to listen to, but the mysteries themselves have been kind of just slapped in. Yeah. How did you feel mm-hmm. like this episode compared, Ryan? Do you feel like this is a good mystery episode or not? I did not think it was a good mystery episode. But I think this was probably my least favorite episode in the album, actually. It, it might have to do with I was a little bit distracted while I was listening to it because I was on a deadline and trying to finish something up. Mm-hmm. But while I was listening to it, I couldn't figure out where it was going because for one thing, you don't actually find the bad guy until the very last scene, it seems, mm-hmm. of the episode. At least one of the bad guys, like the cop that mm-hmm. set up the website. You don't find out much about the website that's taking donations for the ball cap hero until the very end, and you don't know who's behind it. That was one key piece of information that was left missing from the episode that made it almost unsolvable. I didn't feel like there were enough clues that I was being given that I could pick up on that would actually lead to that. Like the one clue is the piece of fabric that's left from the guy's coat. Well, unfortunately, I don't have any way of 
uh, looking at the fabric, lo- <laughs> looking at the fabric, or logically linking that to anyone. Right. Like, yeah. I, I guess lots of little things like that, and also yeah. just the fact that like it's not also until the end that we have the conversation with Buck where he talks about the specific scheme that he thinks might be in place, and so like just a lot of little things where you don't get the information until it's too late, it's already been solved, or the information's useless until that final scene where they put it all together using Mm -hmm. stuff that you didn't know about. Right, exactly, yeah. And one other thing that I just had a problem with was the constant joke that they have through the writing where one person will say the B-C-H, and they mean the ball cap hero, and I know that that's what that stands for, and then the next person's like, B-C-H? What in the world does that stand for? And then, you know the person corrects them they're like it's the ball cap hero and they they did that two or three times and i felt like it was almost overkill just because i know what it stands for and i feel like the character should too yeah but when they have cg and you see matthew calling um or no wait no that's bc i'm talking about a different episode yeah remember the last album yeah where something old something new that was actually a funny joke where where matthew is calling mitch cute guy <laughs> yeah and, and eventually like it got really complicated he's like i'm following cg it's blah 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 bh i'm gonna call you on the wt yeah the wt walkie talkie much better use of the joke he's abbreviating everything but i didn't quite appreciate yeah. it in this episode what did you think caleb I actually really enjoyed this episode. <laughs> uh, think, we continue our rivalry. <laughs> yes, <I'm> sorry. <laughs> fight, fight. Uh, um, and felt... in this corner, we have <laughs> Caleb. And in this corner. <laughs> uh, this is, again, this is my first taste of this episode from the Odyssey series. Um, I I felt like I was watching like an old school Scooby-Doo episode or something like that all over again. I don't know. <laughs> it, it was certainly... Like in the in episode number two, kind of more focused, little kiddish type of thing. But I was able to forgive it because it wasn't as predictable. And that's also kind of the nature of the mystery thing. Right. It had me hooked, at least. I was very interested yeah. in finding out who these people were. And I would actually disagree that you uh, don't have enough information to solve the mystery. Because about 30 seconds before they go to the last scene where they solve everything, I figured it out. I was immediately um, suspicious of the fund for the ball cap here. They put a little bit too much emphasis on that. And then thinking, especially when they went back to talk to the Southern fella who did the con back Look. in the day. Yeah. When they went back, to it's, it, it got my mind started thinking about the cons and all that kind of stuff. So I put okay. it together about 30 seconds before and then it was confirmed. But I actually, I enjoyed it. I don't know. I thought it was fun and interesting and just enough of a... I guess, difficulty to not be super predictable. So, I don't know. I liked it. I I actually got to say, I agree with you, Caleb, but there were a few clues. I think the fact that you couldn't figure it out, Ryan, is probably due to what you said. You weren't necessarily on the top of your game this time listening for mysteries. Yeah. Yeah. Because I've heard this episode a couple times now, and I feel like when the woman is, because isn't the woman that um, that comes out after like the second robbery and she's like, yes. oh, there's it's that the same here. person. Isn't she the, yeah. yeah. You can see there's a little bit of suspicious, like, okay, she, why is she so, like, she seems like she knows a lot about this situation mm-hmm. and she's really uh, She was the only witness to the tackle right. and all that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I feel like yeah. there's some room to push you in some directions of suspicion that you should be feeling. So I feel like, yeah, I feel like it works as a mystery episode better than some. Um, one thing I really didn't like, though, that I felt like it was just like a simple mistake that anybody should be able to catch it. Just like sometimes they'll be like, OK, 
We're going to build up some tension. You, you, you don't know who this is. Okay, th- I just figured out this piece of information that's going to be surprising to you. Mm-hmm. And it's going to be, I'm going to reveal the name of a character that you're not going to expect to hear from. And then you're going to be super surprised. I'm like, what? It was him? Mm-hmm. And so Matthew builds this up like, okay, you're never going to guess who the guy is who yeah. was in this website. And it's somebody we've never heard of. It's just this <laughs> random new character. It's like, wait, that's supposed to be surprising. I mean, I assumed it would be somebody I didn't know. Why are you building this up, this tension like this? So that just that felt really pointless and just kind of out of place. I did not realize that was a complete. I assumed with all these characters, they're brand new to me. So yeah, I had no idea that that was a new character. Like there's a part in in like in the Novacom series when you find out that Aram is Mitch. That's like whoa, it's Mitch, really? Spoiler alert! Yeah, sorry, man, I just ruined that. Uh, sorry, Kate, you haven't heard this yet. Uh, which actually might be a really terrible spoiler if you're ever going to listen to that, because that's a pretty big reveal. I was spoiled. I, I, <laughs> I actually heard album 40 and 41 before I ever heard Novacom, and it wow. totally ruined it. Ah, uh, that sucks. So, yeah, I mean, I, I felt like it was a pretty decent episode. I enjoyed listening to it. I feel like there's still room for improvement in the, in the mystery format, and the writers of Odyssey are still learning that. Mm-hmm. But I feel like this mystery worked better than some of the ones that the Jones and Parkers have solved. Yeah. So what do you think, Ryan? How would you rate this one? Or do you want, want me to start this time? You can start, yeah. Okay. I would give this episode a... I feel, I feel like these are all landing in the same area. I would give it a seven, but except for the kind of the few lazy, dumb things, especially that one scene, I'm going to put it down to a 6.5. So 6.5 torn pieces of shirt. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'll give it a solid, because I do enjoy the camaraderie between Matthew and Emily. And I, I did enjoy, there was a pun made about Buck's name at the end as well. So I will give it a 6.5 as well. Uh, probably could give it a higher one if I listened to it again, paying more attention. I think I was just probably in the wrong mood to enjoy that episode. I I would give it an eight. That was probably the one episode that had, and I was doing kind of mindless work at the time so I could focus on it. But the one episode that had me really like hooked and interested the whole way through. So, Thanks for joining us this week for the episode. Hope you enjoyed that. Until next time, why don't you go waste some time on odysseyscoop.com. We've got a whole bunch of features and stuff there. Or you can check out our podcast website at odysseyscoopcast.com. Anyway, until next time, I'm Garrett Vandenberg. Never be without the Odyssey Scoop. <laughs>